0: So basically, what you're talking about is there seems to be an alliance between, for lack of a better word, the so-called Illuminati group that that is uh, satanic um, followers, Uh um, and the P45s, what you call the P45s, Mm -hmm. and the Majestic Group, which even though it has some members from the Illuminati basically is siding with the p52s
1: yeah I wouldn't really call them some fr- I, I would say that they 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 are Freemasons who have accepted the Luciferian influence in other words I personally disagree with it mm-hmm. the Luciferian influence but are still acting as good people
0: for the benefit of humanity for the benefit of humanity. humanity exactly
1: and then there are some that I've interacted with who are involved with the the so-called true Illuminati in Europe that are God-fearing people too. There's dirty coins and there's polished coins on both sides. Uh, However, however, the dirty coins make up the vast majority of the group on the European Illuminati side.
0: Okay, so What is, now let's get to the timelines and and explain just briefly, since this gets over into the future and 2012, what the P45s, meaning they are from the future,
1: 45,000 years ahead of 45,000 years ahead on a separate timeline than what we are presently on, a timeline that we could transition over to from where we are now. So, if we are to accept that we transition, God forbid, from Timeline 1 to Timeline 2, they would be considered 45,000 years and 52,000 years, respectively, ahead of us. The individuals who dumped near Roswell, New Mexico, back in the 40s, were approximately 24,000 years ahead of us in Timeline 2. And that was a mission return, an Earth to Earth time travel mission.
0: That, uh, we're on timeline one, I'm assuming you're yeah. saying. And we're headed for 2012, and theoretically, a catastrophe that may or may not happen. Right around now, yeah. Right around now? <laughs> and this catastrophe, has this got anything to do with Planet X?
1: I don't know. There is the most honest answer I can provide you. I know a lot of lore about a rogue planet coming in. However, the material that I've actually seen on a repetitive um, uh, crossing, if you will, of Earth with catastrophic influences happens not only because of a matter of physics, of rogue, and I don't mean this toward like J-Rod rogue, but rogue crossings near-Earth asteroids or comets. What I have heard is that to precipitate the catastrophe there would be as we pass into the plane of the Milky Way some sort of energetic burst through the plane of the galaxy by virtue of wormholes that are traveling, that travel through the plane of the galaxy from the center of the galaxy which have been depicted in ancient lore uh, called the um, the serpent rope even of uh, uh, the ancients. Uh, And that the serpent rope would return at the time of the end of the Mayan calendar uh, Revealing and there are several perspectives as to what it will reveal Um, But that during this same time the history of the J-Rods record that this burst will cause a disruption in the Sun and that concomitantly with Uh, energetic bursts from the Sun and from the wormholes which would be passing through our planet that there would be a disaster provoked by virtue of these time travel devices the Stargate devices and the time viewing devices the looking-glass devices spontaneously turning on and directing an inappropriate amount of energy into the crust of the earth, precipitating a geophysical disaster. This geophysical disaster, in accordance with the history of the J-Rods, record that over 4,157,000,000 die over a several year period, by virtue of a geophysical shift in the crust.
0: So this is this is what
1: I can't, I, I, is, trying I be, I is trying to be
0: is trying to be prevented. Is yes. this right?
1: Yes, very and, true.
0: And, and how how is it going to be prevented?
1: Uh, by the disabling and the destruction of such technology, that we will naturally then pass through this serpent ropes. The bursts will occur whatever that means I I haven't physically seen it but the bursts will occur and there would be an imparting of energy to our planet that will gradually naturally cause changes in the human species and the life on our planet and that these changes would be positive um, changes to our people and I, I frankly think that it's already happening there's a rise uh, worldwide uh, in, in and I don't think it's just a given size the, the population increase um, but there is a rise in very spiritual talented people um, there is a rise in uh, savants the the um the indigo children it's a, definitely from what i've seen from reading about them
2: you are a scientist tremendously respected scientist and what ends up happening essentially is that you go through so many different graduate programs within academia in this particular case it could be the west north america could be europe it doesn't matter and you start having conversations with certain professors and you notice the same thing over and over again with with each one of these professors which is that every time you you specifically as the student regardless of the university you go to approach these professors these professors all put a cigarette in their mouth and they light the cigarette right before you begin speaking to them every single time now the reason in which you are speaking to so many different professors is because you are so talented in your skills that you have been told by your original professor at the university you initially started at to go and speak to other professors and you don't even know why but you do it anyways because it's a great opportunity to network and make connections and things like this now I know a lot of you folks have missed this type of style of, of I guess you could say, um, I wouldn't call it reporting per se, but putting you folks in the perspective of this type of position. Now, I do want to say... That Today's episode is very, very special. It's going to stay up for members for a fair amount of time and then more, more than likely go public afterwards simply to break down the mindset and the, I guess you could say, psychological perspective in which we seem to be pursuing relative to other angles of different, I guess you could say, events that occur. And what I mean by that has to do with something called the line. Now, the line actually brings everything, dare I say, full circle. But before we jump into that, very simply, for when this episode does go public, uh, very... um very very strongly down the road much later we do have a patreon patreon.com slash generation z which confidently now i can say between both riel and myself thousands of hours of extra members uh footage we have you know two three four times a week group zoom calls things like this in addition to of course access to my um many things that would be if put on youtube would be nicked right away now i do want to announce as well for the first time that we are very strongly considering heading to other places as well like rumble and and, and rockfin and things like this but i do i don't want to get too ahead of myself when i say that let's focus on the topic at hand today so the line you may say okay dave you gave the example of you as a, a student very smart student very very intelligent student speaking to all of these different professors and what ends up happening with all of these different professors is they light a cigarette before you go approach and speak to them almost as if there's a protocol That's been put in place just for every time you specifically the student approach the professors. Now, one other common theme in all of this is that the professors also have NDAs non disclosure agreements NDAs for what in particular, we don't know, but this is what gets quite interesting. Okay, so. Let's dive into it. I'm going to share my screen, and you will see why I'm bringing all of this up shortly. So, the line we see right over here, neom.com. You may say, Dave, what is this? Well, I'm going to put it very simply. There is a plan in place, particularly within the Middle East, if you will, to essentially put everyone in between the confines of two very big, essentially, walls, if you will. If you want to call it that, and again, obviously this has been sensationalized to increase the uh, you know marketing and all of that for this particular project. But we have to ask ourselves: who's funding the project? Why is so, why are so many funds going into the project? Who is ultimately behind the project? But not only that, why is it? That the project seems to be corresponding to that of very, very particular placements relative to parallel, situated and or perpendicular, I guess what we could call ley lines all over the planet. Now, for those that are on the member side of things, you'll know again patreon.com/slash generation Z. We've talked recently about something called the Dymaxian findings. This idea that again, as people like Dan Winter and others have suggested, we currently reside within an Icosa Dodecahedron, uh, or icosa dodeca tetra forgive me it's such a word salad that I totally forgot off the top of my head but you folks know what I mean now the reason I bring all of that up is because we see here the future of urban living the line is a civil civilizational revolution that puts humans first providing an unprecedented urban living experience while preserving the surrounding nature it redefines the concept of urban development and what cities of the future should look like now before I go on I want to bring up that the reason for bringing up Dr. Dan Burrish's video, um, testimony video with Project Camelot many years ago, which, again, I genuinely mean, make of that as you see fit. The reason I bring it up is because it seems to fall in line with a lot of the chronological events that are unfolding now. Now, I do not make, I do not, um, I'm not attempting to make uh, Dr. Burrish out to be a prophet, if you will. However, at the same time, I find it quite peculiar, uh, the the attacks, um, I guess you could say, from various... uh, individuals uh, institutions if you really look into some of the attacks in which were um you could say attempting to discredit dr bursch's claims over the years to be quite peculiar particularly because and I, I have to be careful here the the when you really look ultimately up the chain of i guess you could say financial funding it comes down to a handful of individuals at the top so to say ultimately that again there are a group of individuals in which are say i don't know perhaps running the world from a very dark and secret i guess you could say room not always but i'll be honest with you sometimes you look at things like that and it i gotta tell you it, it really does um it makes you think let's just put it that way so the reason i bring all that up is because we see here no roads cars or emissions it will run on 100 percent renewable energy and 95 percent of land will be preserved for nature People's health and well-being will be prioritized over transportation and infrastructure, unlike traditional cities, only 200 meters wide, but 170 kilometers long and 500 meters above sea level. Kind of like, theoretically, the project proposals for this, I guess you could say, geographical uh, infrastructure to begin development in a construction sense, are placed over top areas in which this alleged pole shift coming in the mid to late 2030s, allegedly, does not affect as adamantly what's interesting is that the line will eventually accommodate 9 million people and will be built on a footprint of just 34 square kilometers now what's interesting is that again we look at the numbers and the etymology of all of this we see 34 is just one up from 33 of course 33 seems to have strong symbolic energetic esoteric uh, and occult-like meaning and i'm not saying that in a derogatory nor promotional sense but we also see here the number nine again the serpent rope uh, from many ancient descriptions, we see the nine, as uh, Miss Elena Denon has been discussing, and things like this. But even more so we see that this will mean a reduced infrastructure footprint creating a never-before-seen efficiency or creating never-before-seen efficiencies in city functions the ideal climate all year round will ensure that residents can enjoy the surrounding nature residents will also have access to all facilities within a five-minute walk in addition to high-speed rail with an end-to-end transit of 20 minutes now i want to bring up folks i'm not trying to say this is good nor bad i just want to point out the significance and understanding the interpretation of you as an individual to, I guess you could say, envision this as as you living there. Is this something you want? Is this something you don't want? Now, the question becomes as well, Dave, you know, this is only going to be for the top wealthiest of the wealthiest. Well, then if we step back even in a larger perspective, that then makes us think, will there be, and again, I don't mean to fear monger, but will there be an Elysium type scenario in the next, you know, couple of decades, if you will, uh, where you have, for example, the wealthier individuals relative to wealth within a, um, you know, credit system if you will a made up one perhaps kind of like all the ones we have now but a credit monetary system which allow for certain individuals to have far more freedom than others but more importantly why does 95 percent of the planet have to be preserved and or empty well okay you could say one of it one of the reasons is well we have the pole shift of course we don't we want to minimize the area in which we uh as humans reside in so that we we mitigate survivability and we allow for the maximum amount of people to survive we then have to ask Is that what's really wanted or needed for the maximum amount of people to survive, but there's something even above that folks take a look at this. wikipedia.org casimir effect in quantum field theory the casimir effect is a physical force acting on the macroscopic boundaries of a confined space which arises from the quantum fluctuations of the field. It is named after the Dutch physicist Heinrich Casimir, who predicted the effect for electromagnetic uh, systems in 1948. Long story short, I'm going to make this very simple for you folks. When you click right over here on the, uh, on the visual of this particular uh, image here, this is what the Casimir effect is. Two plates in, in what we call empty space, two aluminum plates preferably, With, uh, you know, preferably pure aluminum to maximize the potential electrically, but ultimately, we notice that it just seems like two walls of aluminum, right? Okay, why do I bring that up? Is the line not two walls of aluminum? These are photographs that we're looking at on the screen right now from within the line. You see here, when you're looking at it from ground level, there's clearly a confinement of sorts. Now, there have been films that seem to depict something of this sort. For example, the film Priest uh, from many, many years ago. I forgot his name, the actor's name, but it's the same actor who played um, uh, Vision in the the Marvel films. Now, we see again here, strategic location, 40% of the world less than six hours away by air. 13% of global trade passes through the Suez Canal. This is true, but the question becomes, what is the end game? Big picture. When we look at this in a fractalized sense, right? Take a look at this. We're going to watch this. It says here, how would Manhattan look with the vertical urbanism being adopted for the line? Take a look at this. You see, you are Casimir affecting. The people, And I'm not saying that's good nor bad. I'm saying let's just look at the open data science behind it and make correlations to a larger scale of what's going on because after all, what we call quantum physics or quantum mechanics is essentially dealing with fractals, if you will, dealing with the micro versus the macro and what's really big and what's really small, right? So let's take a look at this. Okay, I would like to specifically head back to right over here. Notice here, again, take a look, again, at these aluminum plates or walls, if you will, of the line that comprise the infrastructure of the line. And look at this here. Look at the Casimir effect. What is the difference? Now, I don't mean to fearmonger, but when we look, for example, at spectator.com.au, 1,000 Australian schools are fed insects. Are you keen to chow down on micro livestock? There again is the concept of micro versus macro, which speaks to you know quantum field theory and fractality. But I can't help but think this seems to be a testing ground, or if you will, for again seeing who will and who will not, I guess you could say, um, cooperate with initiatives like the line and other things as well too and the reason i say that is because it has to do with again this concept of predictive programming and game theory and trying to uh use think tanks to predict a certain set of outcomes relative to certain events that are guaranteed to occur what's interesting and again you you may be saying dave are you alluding to this alleged poll shifts potentially i could be wrong but again we see different what seem to be factions Preparing for this. And I say that because, for example, look at this. Forgive me, fizz.org, uh, Light Accelerates Conductivity in Nature's Electric Grid by Yale University. We've talked about on the member side more specifically the different sources of funding from universities and such institutions and how there seems to be, in fact, some type of, we could say, um relative to uh, Mr. Eric Weinstein's disc theory distributive idea suppression complex a a conduit or a an hourglass shaped system energetically that seems to dictate and i guess you could say enable a form of um prediction electrically through via that of electrical inductance capacitance you name it but also allowing for different enablements of these different factions to improvise if things like the line do not work now the reason i bring that up is because we see here from april 1957 the conversion of adrenaline to adrenalutin in human blood serum we see here adrenochrome which is three hydroxide right again go make of that as you will and adrenalutin may be involved in the production of schizophrenia these compounds have not been detected in blood nor have uh, enzyme systems been clearly demonstrated which can produce them from adrenaline it is therefore of interest to show that the conversation can occur in blood serum now i want to bring this up because of the fact that when we look for example at the oxidization of expired epipens and things like this and uh, I'd, I'd like to thank you know who you are for specifically pointing this out many many months ago about all of this thank you so very much um because this episode's going public i want to be careful with the with the members shout outs um for when it goes public many weeks from now but But the point ultimately is that we see 1957 was when adrenochrome was looked into very vaguely. If you look at Wikipedia, you'll see it was the same same topic of discussion saying, well, it was looked into, but that's about it. Why did it stop there? Not only that, but we find as well. That April 1957 was just a few years after the alleged Griotta Treaty was signed in 1954-1955, give or take, by President Eisenhower. The reason I bring all of this up is because this is not – things like the line are not anything, in my humble opinion, um, new in terms of the people behind it said, you know, just five years ago, let's start this project. This is a multi-decade situation that has to do with different factions viewing different developments of – each other relative to again, game theory the different variations of outcomes of realities and things like this to then Casmere affect people within the line. You may say, Dave, why are they Casmere affecting people? You can harvest and extract energy data, information packets and information structures much more adamantly. and we see that because of the fact that all of this, are- Initial research occurred in the late 40s, early 50s, like the Casmere effect, like adrenochrome, the look, looking into it and all of that. And for those that say, well, Dave, adrenochrome doesn't exist or there's no public evidence, it's on the NIH's website. So I'll just kind of leave that there. But not only that, we see as well, not exactly a mainstream media website, timothytrespass.wordpress.com. We were tortured, drugged, and bugged, targeting, gang-stalking, covert, drugging, human experimentation, microwaves, Morgellons, energetic entomological and genetic weapons the silent warfare of mind control in america and abroad what's interesting about all of this is that what you'll find is that we see the concept of casimir effects of two confined plate conducting plates that allow for electrical and magnetic conductance seem to be scaled up in the variation of the line which then allows for we see over here uh, forgive me one second Tracking people to become a lot easier within a within a within a confined area, much easier to track people, right? Especially when they're within two confined s- conducting plates. What if or walls? What if you made those walls or plates superconducting? Poof. Then you got a whole other situation. It also allows for remote neural monitoring of your thoughts and emotions via brainwaves, including your intent. There's a difference between your intent and your thoughts. To point that out, we see as well here too brainwave entrainment, clear channel, silent sound, spread spectrum audio spotlight, subliminal mind control technology, and we see, for example, that the Gunnison use um, uh, the Utah Gunnison State Prison. Forgive me, uh, conducted such experiments in the 70s on people testing for this so there are three separate data points folks that seem to point out the different areas in which these different groups and factions like what dr burish discussed at the beginning of this episode and presentation seem to allude to that ultimately brings us full circle into okay it's almost as if there are certain groups of humans that knew about this so why would again so how can we you know again they why are we only picking up on it now well again we speak of the age of aquarius in a frequential energetic sense ultimately however i think it's gotten to the point where it's gotten right in our faces that we are taking it we are beginning to take it literally when we never thought it was literal right for example department of defense website how and why the department of defense works with hollywood again military liaisons work mostly with unscripted projects almost as if the DOD tells Hollywood what they can and cannot put in to certain films, if you will. Almost as if that the ones that, again, are are behind op- not just the line, but initiatives such as the line and others seem to be deeply entwined with the military-industrial complex in Hollywood. I'm not saying that is a good thing nor a bad thing. Let me be very clear. But when we see, for example, these different studies of the conversion of adrenaline and human blood serum, and we look into the authors that conducted it, albeit many decades ago, there's a clear lineage relative to that of the overall intent and agenda of these different groups to allow for this to happen. Not only that, newscientist.com, two atomic clocks have been quantum entangled for the first time. What does that mean? Boop. again, they're throwing the word quantum around like it's nothing, right? A property that intrinsically links them so that changes in one instantaneously affect the other. But what is it? Well, it's quantum entanglement, right? The connection makes it easier to synchronize the clocks, which could be used to make more accurate measurements of dark matter and gravity. I would dare to say dark matter and gravity is just the front level, front surface level explanation. And I guess you could say dismissal of, um, dare I say what many folks have been attempting to, uh, for those that are in the know, attempting to deter people from inquiring uh, on and about right now the reason i bring all of this up is because we see here to bring this full circle with dr burish he had signed affidavits from the federal court of canada saying that he's associated with the mj he was associated with the majestic groups and committees and things like this in addition to the different project mother you know aquarius lotus all of that And I'm not going to read through all of it because, of course, we watched a a lengthy clip at the beginning of this episode. But one thing I find peculiar relating to that of the timelines that Dr. Burrish spoke on is that we see here, I have laid out three separate timelines. Okay, let's call this one here timeline. I'm going to label it in red here. Let's call this one timeline one, this one here timeline two, and this one here timeline three. Now, what's really incredible about this is that when you look, for example, excuse me, at the different um, I guess you could say branches of these timelines, you may say, Dave, what is this purple, green, and um and red on these different timeline branch-offs? those are smaller branch offs of the larger one which speaks to the concept of fractality now what's interesting about all of this is that if this is timeline one two and three on the the earth and reality in which we are in it's almost as if these different factions and groups are using basic decades old science to then confine people within these i guess lines if you want to call it that in order to protect their interests and what are their interests to continue to you, you you can't run a restaurant if you have no people coming in to eat it to eat your food right i'm not i'm not please let me be very clear i'm not trying to imply that we are food and we must remain within the confines of this casmere effect like uh you know city um In order to be harvested if you will but it certainly allows for more data and energetic extraction and exploitation i'm not saying that is good nor bad to be very clear but when we look at the different ways in which the timelines perhaps could i don't know be merged intersected you name it it certainly does give and leave for a very thoughtful um, perspective to take and what i mean by that is this right over here say for example there's an event that occurs on this one branch off on timeline one that just so happens to fit onto timeline two more appropriately that could be moved and or shifted and it could be done in a much easier manner if the collective conscious and subconscious is confined within a chasmere like effect we could say um environment and or you know a scenario if you will right so I hope I wasn't jumping all over the place too uh, too much in that regard. I truly, truly want to thank you folks from the bottom of my, of my heart, particularly those on the public side that are probably new to the channel, because um, I plan to do some some uh, some some promotion for this particular episode when it does go public. And for those, of course, that are watching this many many weeks prior to this going public, the members, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for allowing this to uh, for supporting for allowing us to continue all of this and and the uh, the hard work that we do doing the research uh, in not just myself, but Riel as well. And we'll catch all of you next time around. Thank you very much.